government has noted reports from KZN of armed residents taken to the streets in the apparent protection of the community from looters. Government would like to caution the public that although persons are entitled to protect their property and lives, as long as this is done in a manner that everyone's right to life is protected as provided for in our constitution and can only be infringed in extremely limited circumstances in inter alia in order to to protect life or bodily integrity of the one who's being attacked we do not want a situation where members of the public are at loggerheads with the law after their attempts to protect their communities, their properties, and their own lives. So we are pleading that do not infringe on the right of others and do not take the law into your own hands. Your work or your efforts in pro uh, protecting your properties and your communities must be done with the community policing forum or the community in blue as they work within the, establishing, the established subs frameworks. Minister in the presidency, Kumbuzo Nchaveni, there uh, speaking in a media briefing. And we heard from Greg Host in, uh, during the 8 o'clock news that there has been an announcement from the minister of at least one person uh, arrested out of the 12 that government has said over the past couple of days are people that they have identified as being behind and instigating the unrest that we have seen in the area. There are major, major concerns, of course, around what is going on in and around Phoenix. I've had conversations with people during the course of the day, and there are many different theories as to exactly what is going on. There are some who are of the view that what we are seeing in Phoenix in believing those who do that we are seeing racial tensions flare up is that it doesn't really have to do with the issues right now, but that there are apparently existing tensions in and around Phoenix and Inanda and Zuelicha, relationships between blacks, uh, black and, and Indian people, that f historically there have been tensions. And if anything, what we are seeing right now is at least a view that some hold, an excuse to act on pre-existing views that people have. Of course, as mentioned, the minister, following the, the briefing that he had with uh, the community of Phoenix and leaders in the area, uh, saying that speaking of racism or blaming racism would be an excuse for criminality. And as mentioned, we are trying to make sense of what is going on. We're going to have two conversations uh, with community leaders in and around the area of Phoenix. Joining us now on the line, uh, Councillor for Ward 49 in Phoenix, Donovan Pillay. Uh, Mr. Pillay or Councillor Pillay, thank you very much for making time to speak to us on SAFM. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening to the audience. Uh, Councillor Maybe we could try and have your radio switched off in the background if you do have your radio switched on, please, just to make sure that we... I don't have an answer. Okay, I'm not too sure why we have that feedback. But with that said, Councillor, were you part of... Let's start there. Were you part of the meeting with the minister earlier on today? Uh, ironically, no. Uh, we as the DA elected councillors were not informed of this meeting with uh, various stakeholders. All right, that is unfortunate. But um, most importantly, though, beyond the meeting, if you could give us a sense of 
what is your understanding of what is going on in Phoenix? Okay, so what the, we need to understand is initially first what transpired for us to be in this predicament. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the, um, the crux of how we need to unpack this. Initially, with all the drama of the looting in all the various areas, um, the looting unfolded in Phoenix. And I want to categorically state at the very onset that Phoenix is, is a very accommodating, passive community. We have never seen the likes of the stance we've seen now that the, the people of Phoenix have taken, and there's a reason for that. And the reason is that when the looting started, we, there never was any intervention from the community itself. But where the stance became apparent and the need arose for us to defend our, our areas was when the looting came on our doorstep. Now, we have, in most of Phoenix, we have communities and areas in residential areas where there are properties that have businesses in them. There are properties where have tuck shops, takeaways, pizza parlors, ticker inns, and these properties were being attacked by these looters. So that's when the community of Phoenix decided upon themselves to take a stance and try and barricade the streets and roads for minimizing and limiting access for the protesters. And that's the crux of the story and into how we became where we are at this moment. There was no racism whatsoever in any of this. That's um, a figment of people's imagination or any other ulterior motives from other parties to say that this is an, an act of racism. It's clearly not. It's an act of merely defending what's yours in our community. All right. Um, just in, in staying with your relaying uh, what happened, as a counselor, before residents decided to defend their area, as you put it, did you reach out to or have any assistance whatsoever from Metro Police or even SAPS for that matter to intervene? So, unfortunately, the SAPS has limited resources in terms of the station we are in at the moment. The Phoenix station is understaffed, under-resourced, and the, the sad part about it is that the station commander was not even present when the mayor visited the station. So we, are, we do have challenges with the station itself. Metro has been doing routine patrols, but other than that, we have little to no support from the SAPs and Metro itself. All right. Um, what I'm trying to understand, uh, Councillor, I mean, you, you speak of we decided, and, and including yourself in the collective of those who decided to, to protect the area. What some of us are seeing, videos of people with guns barricading roads and also um, stories, if you will, and you can correct me here, of people being prevented from entering Phoenix unless they're able to prove that they are residents of the area. I think as a start, were you as a councillor part and parcel of those with guns on the streets patrolling and blockading? Well, I, I wasn't at the forefront of that. But what, what we need to know, uh, to understand is that 
there were some certain elements which obviously was out of our control as community leaders. That I can and I can tell you because you know in anything we do there will be some elements which we can't control, and some of them obviously got out of control and there were some fatalities. By by Let that me being said, what you say. W- so, uh, pardon Sorry. me, uh, Councillor, and I don't mean to interrupt. I just need to understand what you just said now. Are you saying that amongst the residents of Phoenix, who were said to be protecting the area, there are Correct. some of them who were out of control and ended up killing people? Well, that's an allegation. We will never know the true story of what transpired in those incidents. But the crux of it was merely defending their properties. That could be construed as something where we can look at different points of opinions on that. But the end result was there were fatalities, unfortunately. All right. Before we wrap up, I I want to go back to... The, the question of supposed racial tensions, which what you said right at the beginning was that it is a figment of people's imagination. Fine. My, my, my concern is that while you as a council and a resident of Phoenix might view that as a figment of somebody's imagination, unfortunately, there are some who believe it is and have experienced it as such. And so as a counselor, in noting the sentiment that exists, which, as far as you're concerned, misrepresents residents of Phoenix, what are you going to do or have done to address that perception, as far as you're concerned, of racism in reaching out across the border to try and talk to other counselors and other community leaders to deal with that specific issue? Good question. Um, I also am in the heart of Phoenix in my ward is 49. We have five other wards that make up Phoenix as well. So we have five, uh, five other councillors to, uh, to obviously cater for their wards as well. And we want to ins- make it clear to the people that we don't want violence. We've never been a violent community. We've, never, we've always been passive and accommodating. We work with our brothers and sisters. We have no issues with that, but we, there's this criminal element to all this, and we're trying to avoid further um, casualties or even further looting. That's the reason why we're doing what we're doing. But in no way are we finding uh, a, a way to assault or even maim or uh, hurt people. That isn't our intention, sir. That's been skewed and, and misconstrued by people who are trying to uh, make it seem like it's a racial issue. It's not. We've had engagements with small uh, uh, groups of people at various spots in the ward to inform them this is what's to be done, how to go about doing it. Please ensure we, uh, ensure we have restraint. We uh, appropriately accommodate people. We assist where we can. And, and after the engagements, people tend to realize that, hold on, some people are obviously going a bit overboard, but end, the end result is we got to remain calm and ensure that we return to normality. All right. Councillor Donovan Pillay, thank you very much for making time to speak to us there. That is a councillor in Ward 49 uh, in Phoenix. And as mentioned, we're trying to make sense of what is going on.